0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Love at first sight can be as dangerous as it is exciting, and the same goes for Love at First screening. I fell hard and heedlessly for a film called An Education which happened to be the first of 14 films I managed to see in the course of three movie besotted days at the Telluride Film Festival over Labor Day weekend. I was properly skeptical about the first turning out to be the best, so I got my passions under control until I could put them in a broader context. Now, with the wisdom of hindsight, I can see where I went right and education really was the best of a copious bunch. I won't say too much about it now because this wonderfully fresh and original coming of age tale will be opening commercially in less than a month. Insuffice it to say that the director Lona Scherfig and the screenwriter Nick Hornby have created a classic stars-born occasion for a young English actress named Carrie Mulligan. Everyone at the festival seemed to be comparing Carrie Mulligan to Audrey Hepburn, and everyone was right. Her performance is pure enchantment. She plays Jenny, a smart and ardent 16-year-old in the England of the early 1960s who's smitten by fantasies of bohemian life in Paris. Peter Sarsgaard is the older man who gives Jenny an education in how the world works. And I'll have much more to say about his contribution when the film comes up for review. Most of the movies at Telluride were meant to entertain, but Jacques Audiard's A Prophet stretches the concept of entertainment by taking us into the brutish world of a French prison for 150 minutes and into the seizing mind of Malik, a young Muslim prisoner played by Taha Rahim. I've never seen a performance like it or a character like Malik. He starts out as a frightened, illiterate kid, takes in survival skills as a shark, takes in prey, and instead of just surviving, finally and frighteningly prevails. Literary legends come to life in Michael Hoffman's The Last Station. A superb and really entertaining evocation of Tolstoy's last months on earth and Jane Campion's bright star, which dramatizes the relationship between the romantic poet John Keats and his shy young neighbor, Fanny Braun. She's played by Abby Cornish. That one opens next week, so for now I'll confine myself to saying that the actress is really luminous as the star of the title and of Keats's lyric poem. The Last Station, on the other hand, doesn't have a distributor, but it certainly deserves one. The Tolstoy, portrayed by Christopher Plummer, is richly human. And Helen Mirren adds another marvelous performance to her filmography as Sophia, Tolstoy's wife of 48 years. If a prize had to be given for the most awkward title, Telluride doesn't give any prizes at all. It might have gone to bad lieutenant port of call New Orleans. But that's the only thing I'll say against Werner Herzog's comic riff on, or as some have already claimed violation of, Abel Ferrara's relentlessly bleak bad lieutenant. This outrageously enjoyable film is set in post-Katrina New Orleans, and it stars Nicolas Cage as a cop who goes from bad to worst with a joyousness we haven't seen in a Cage performance for much too long. I love it, the lieutenant cries. I just love it after a preposterous one-man bust. I loved it, too. I'm Joe Morganstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.
0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.